Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, grace and peace, the love of God. This is Pastor Aziza Morrison, and we are saying a good God bless you, and thank you so much for joining us this morning for our Zion Travel's prayer and impartation call. You can meet us here every Tuesday and every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, where brothers and sisters from around the country and abroad would like to come together to lock arms to pray, to seek the Lord while he may be found, and to call upon him while he is near. If this is your first time joining us this morning, we are saying good God bless you and praise the Lord. It is our prayer that as this may be your first time joining us, that it definitely will not be your last time. We are here every Tuesday and every Thursday morning, uh, touching and agreeing with one another, believing God to answer our prayer, believing God to do what only he can do to intervene in our lives, to intervene on our behalf, to show up as God Almighty in our lives. And this is what we have been called to do. It's what we have been committed to do. We are a people and a family of prayer. And one thing about when Zion Travail's prayer family is that we know that prayer works. Our lives, all of us, all of our lives, we are a product of prayer. My life, I know my life is a product of prayer, and I believe that you, your life, um, you can look back over your life and point to times where you have prayed for God to show up in your life, and um, as the old folks used to say, uh, he may have came at 11.59, (laughs) but he was right on time. And so we give God praise this morning. We give God glory. We give God honor. We just thank and praise him for all the things that he has done. Truly, God is good. Amen. He's a a good, 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 good God. When I was growing up, one of my um, mentors in the gospel used to stand up and testify, and she would say, even on a bad day, he's still a good God. Hallelujah. He is a good God. So we give him glory, honor, and praise this morning. just want to take the time to say God bless you and thank you so much for all of your prayers and for your well wishes and uh, most of all for your faithfulness. It just uh, filled my heart, and I feel I'm getting emotional. It fe- Where's my towel? Where's my towel? I feel the tears coming. <laughs> you all know I'm a big crybaby. It filled my heart with joy and filled my face with tears when I thought about how over this month of um, August, whoa, well, I should let me go back and say happy September. Happy September 1st to you. I've got a prophetic word for you, too, um, so hopefully I'll remember that. Um, but during the month of August, it just filled my heart with so much joy to see so many of you um, remain faithful on your prayer post and prayer assignment. Um, it just did not have it in us to uh, send out reminders the way we normally do and to keep the email ministry uh, going. Um, But even without a reminder or even without an announcement, you all were still here. And the reason I'm getting ready to cry, so just don't, don't pay attention to my tears. The reason why I was so blessed 
it's because, you know, sometimes, sometimes you, I feel as if my ministry doesn't have an impact. And to see that our prayer family has gotten in the groove and gotten in the habit and have made a commitment to pray, I'm telling you, I am telling you, my heart was just so touched. And every time anybody would ask me, (laughs) how are you doing, what's going on with the ministry, I would go into the same thing that I'm going into right now. And so from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you for uh, being diligent and for allowing me to see that I do have fruit. I have fruit. And your faithfulness to prayer um, has proven to me and shown to me that I have fruit. And for that, I am eternally grateful. I am eternally grateful. So God bless you all, and thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we are going to, um, now remember, we are in our month of fasting. Now listen, if you all, if you have not subscribed to our email list, I need you to get on the email list, all right? I need you to get on the email list, and the way you do that, you just go to our website, com. There's something on there that's going to say something about join our e-empowerment list or something. I don't know what it says, but I need you to get on that so that you can stay up to date and abreast to uh, what we will be doing. So I said that to say, if you are a part of the e-list, you received our email yesterday, and perhaps you saw it on our social media platform that we are continuing in our month of prayer and consecration. So we are fasting these first three days of September. So today is Thursday. We'll be fasting Thursday, Friday, Saturday until 4 o'clock p.m. You all know it. We are either doing a, an absolute fast or you're doing a liquid-only fast or you're doing a Daniel fast. Uh, some people um, are unable to do those things, so you can do uh, what we call a denial and what a denial is, is when you deny yourself something specific. So you'll say for the next few days, I'm going to deny myself television. I'm going to deny myself um, whatever, whatever it is. I'm going to deny myself something. So perhaps if you're unable to do a full flat fast, uh, then you are, um, we encourage you to do a denial. All right? All right, so we're going to be talking about uh, and praying about, and our prayer focus uh, for this month is going to be on the character of Christ. Um, This is a lesson that is near and dear to my heart um, because you all know I love Jesus. (laughs) But we have to have a starting point. Now, 
let me say this to you very quickly, and, and um, I guess because it's been some time since I've been on, I guess I do have a lot of little extra things to say, but don't worry. We're going, we're going to pray, and I'm going to get you out of here on time. Um, we're going to dig into the Word, as always. Um, someone said to me that my uh, teaching before prayer it doesn't seem, it doesn't feel devotional. It feels more like a Bible study. It feels more heavy um, in the morning and that perhaps, you know, people aren't, their brains aren't ready to receive such heavy teaching in the morning. Um, and I thought about that and I thought about it and I thought about that. They were just kind of encouraging me, you know, ease up a little bit, <laughs> you know, make it a little light. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a word girl. I'm a word person. Um, I do not believe, and I just kind of want to say this in my own defense, that I do not believe that we can be sustained on just one type of message. Um, Just like we could not be sustained if we only, you know, ate one food group. We would not be a healthy person if the only thing you ate every day, all day was chicken. That's it. All day, every day, only thing you ate was steak. All day, every day. And and so I say that to say that in order for us to be healthy Christians, we have to have the we have to have a diet of the entire book. I I, I cannot uh, force feed you with prophecy. Every time we gather, I, I cannot force feed you with uh, miracles every time we come together. I cannot force feed you the gift or the promise of prosperity every time we come together. I, I cannot do that. That's, that's just, it's just not what I've been called to do. I have been called to teach and to preach the word of God. And so um, perhaps you agree that the Tuesday mornings are just a little too heavy in in the word, and uh, I, I, you know, I kind of want to apologize, but I kind of don't because it's the word that's going to sustain you. I, I cannot only encourage you, you know, that that's not what the Bible tells us to do. We've got to, uh, the word of God comes to equip, it comes to encourage, it comes to rebuke. You understand that? And so I just pray, and I know that you all are um, spiritually mature believers who need and want the entire, the entire word of God. So in order for us to properly, um, uh, I guess, properly, Approach, thank you, Holy Spirit, properly approach this lesson of the character of Christ. The first thing that we have to have, we have to have a presupposition of who he is. We have to have a presupposition that Jesus Christ was not just a prophet, that he was not just uh, a man, he was not just an enlightened uh, individual, but that Jesus Christ was the very essence of God, that who he he was and what he did spoke 
to his divinity. You have to be very clear that Jesus is God. Now, this is not a message of theology. I'm I'm not trying to mess with your theology. But in order for you to really um, properly approach uh, scripture and prayer and this lesson in particular, you have to be able to come with an understanding of the divinity of Christ, that Christ is God. You have, to, you have to understand that. And so when we talk about the character of Christ, um, the common concept of the character and life of Christ It's taken from Isaiah 53, and don't worry, we're going to get out of here in in enough time. Isaiah 53 and 5 that says to us, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, And with his stripes, we are healed. I love this part, this verse 6. I just need to read it because I love it. And we are like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. So this scripture, this Isaiah um, 53 and 5, um, it's a scripture, <clears throat> excuse me, that has been quoted to show the character and the meekness of Christ, as well as his humility and his spirit of submission, which he endured um, when he endured wrong and injustice. And so, At times when we see Jesus Christ, we see him as being despised. We see Jesus as being friendless. We see Jesus, some would say, as a poverty-stricken carpenter who had little to no friends except for a few fishermen who couldn't get their lives together, a couple of outcasts and a couple of sinners. Um, But the purpose of our series this month is to show you that although Jesus was meek and although he was lowly, he was humble and submissive, this does not fully describe his character. Do you understand that? And so what I want to do, and uh, we're going, of course we're going to have to break it up over the, the course of the entire month, I want to uh, prove to you with Scripture, and, and for those of you who take notes, write this down, I want to prove to you with Scripture that Jesus was a man of, one, great confidence, number two, great wealth, number three, great education, number four, was well-dressed, number five, he was of a noble and commanding presence. Now, why is this important to know that that not only was Jesus uh, submissive and not only 
Um, was he acquainted with grief? Not only was he despised and rejected, um, but, but that he was a man of great confidence. He was a man of great wealth. He was a man of great education. He was well-dressed. He had a commanding presence. Why are these things important? Because it is the desire of the Father that we be like Christ. And so our identity, so, so here's the first question, for those of you who like to take notes. Here's the first question. Why do we study the character of Christ? Why is studying the character of Christ important? The reason why studying the character of Christ is important, and write this down, within his character we find our identity. Somebody say amen to that. Write that down. Within the character of Christ, we find our identity. I know the world tells you to look deep within yourself, <laughs> and you'll find yourself, baby. Let me tell you something. I don't want to look deep within me. Oh, God, my stomach. Oh, mm. I don't want to look deep within me. You understand that? I, I, I want to look to Christ. The Bible tells us in Colossians 2 and 10 that ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. And so just like in our natural DNA, we receive our characteristics, we receive our uh, personality traits, we receive um, our, our facial expressions, some of us, our attitudes, our dispositions. All of these things can be traced back to our DNA, which comes from our parents. So, you know, some people like to say, I get it from my mama, or this is, just, this is the way my daddy was. And so there is also spiritual DNA. And so for you to really understand and to identify who you are, you've got to first know who he is. The Bible says uh, uh, in John 8 and 38, Jesus is speaking, and Jesus says, I speak that which I have seen with my father. And ye do that which ye have seen of your father. So in other words, Jesus was saying, everything that I am and everything that I do, I do it because this is how my father is. And so we are to take our instructions from Christ and how he was. So let's talk about a couple of points, and we're going to pray. Of course, we're going to spread this lesson out, so don't worry. We'll get to it. Let's talk about. Um, a couple of things that um, may not be uh, prominent to talk about. Now, generally when we talk about the character of Christ, for those of you that like to write notes, write these down. When we talk about the character of Christ, generally what we like to talk about is Jesus was, and write these down, humble. We like to talk about he was holy, righteous, Pure, love, forgiving, compassionate. We speak of his endurance and we speak of his submission. Let me say those again. 
because we're going to talk about these at another time, all right? But these are when we, most people start off talking about the character of Christ, this is where they start, that he was humble, he was holy, he was righteous, he was pure, he was love, he was forgiving, he was compassionate, he had endurance, and he was submissive, all right? But, but the, <laughs> the first thing I want to tell you about the character of Christ is that Jesus had a job. Write that down. Jesus had a job. That, that, that's, that's number one. You've you, you got to start. You've got to start there. Now, one thing that I want you to note is that in the time of Jesus, custom required that every Jewish rabbi or teacher, had, they had to have a trade. I need you to hear this. You could not be a <laughs> Unlike today. You could not be a spiritual teacher and did not have a trade, didn't have a job, didn't know how to do nothing. You understand that? So Rabbi Jesus was a carpenter. You understand that? He had a job. He followed in his custom, just like Paul. Paul was very educated, and he was a very well-respected man, but he was a tent maker by trade. So when we talk about character, your, your character speaks of who you are and what you do. And so the first point that I want to pull out about the character of Christ, and I know this is not orthodox, is that he had a job. Romans 12 and 11 says this, never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. That's Romans 12 and 11. Let me say it again. Ne Come on, somebody say never. Come on, open up your mouth. I can hear you in the spirit. Never be lazy, but work hard. Serve the Lord enthusiastically. That's Romans 12 and 11. 2 Corinthians 3 and 10 says, if a man doesn't work, come on, what does it say? He doesn't eat. That's 2 Thessalonians 3 and 10. If a man doesn't work, he doesn't eat. So here, what is it saying to us? That if Jesus had a job, if Jesus had a trade, if Jesus had an occupation, then, then what more should we have? Do you understand what I'm saying to you this morning? So it's okay. Watch this. Come on, millennials. Let me talk to the millennials here. Let me wake you all up. Let me help you. You got to have a dream and a job. Come on, I need the church to say amen right there. Because the millennials, they just want the dream. I fuss with Imani, that baby, and my daughter Imani, y'all know she done got her whole master's degree. Still trying to figure out how she can make it <laughs> without a job. I said, girl, you need a dream and a job. The second thing on the character of Christ, because I want to pray, Jesus was educated. He was educated. Now, one of the things that I want you to note here is that Jesus was a very educated and a very learned man. And so this doesn't mean, brothers and sisters, that you've got to go to higher education. We live in a day and time where you can teach, you can educate yourself. You all know that I go to, I attend Liberty University. I feel like I'm educating myself. It's an online program. I never meet with my teachers. They post assignments, and I got to sit at this desk, and I got to read this work, and I got to teach myself. 
so you can go online and teach yourself. You understand that? You have to, if Jesus was educated, if education, come on, listen to me, if education was a part of his character, it must be a part of ours as well. Whenever he went into the synagogue, he was selected to read the law and to teach the congregations as one best qualified for that work. Let me give you one more thing here, and then we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna pray. The Bible says in Luke 4, 14 through 15, the Bible says, and Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. So no unlearned or uneducated man could have held this on his own. Even his enemies addressed him as master or teacher. Why? Because they were acknowledging his profound learning. And so it is important that whatever you do, that you give yourself to education, however that looks for you. It may not look for you the same way it looks for me, but you want to make a, listen, write this down. You want to make a personal commitment to excel in your craft because this is what Christ did. Is that helping somebody? Is that helping somebody? I wanted to get into the next thing I'm going to say. We're not going to talk about it. We'll do this, uh, we'll do this on Tuesday. We're going to talk about Jesus being rich and Jesus being confident, and uh, uh, we'll talk about the attitude of Christ. Uh, but I wanted to lay this foundation, and I pray that, that this is getting your wheels turning. I want you to go back, and I want you to read these scriptures that I just gave you, all right? And so our prayer focus for this morning, our prayer focus for this morning <clears throat> is that we would become one with Christ that that which is in him and his desire to please the Father and to do those things which glorify the Father, that his, his will would become our will. This morning, brothers and sisters, we're going to take the time. We're going to give God praise. We're going to confess our sins. This is the prayer pattern. The prayer pattern is you, you offer praise and thanksgiving. You confess your sins, and then you pray for your friends and your family. You pray for your church. You pray for your community. You pray for the nation, and then you make your request known unto God. This is the prayer pattern, all right? All right, so come on. I want you to begin to draw your minds in, and as you are praying, oh, Jesus, <clears throat> as you are praying, I want you to begin to ask the Lord, what are you sacrificing over these next three days? What is it that God wants you to lay on the altar? There are some things that God wants you to lay on the altar. And I want you, I cannot tell you what those things are. You've got to tap into prayer and ask God, what are those things for yourself? Come on, let's pray. Father, we bless you. Hallelujah. We bless thy name for blessing us. We give you glory, honor, and praise. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, that you are the only wise and living God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, because we know that there is no other God besides you. We bless your name because you are self-existent. Hallelujah. For you and to you. Hallelujah. 
There is no beginning and there is no ending. Father, we thank you that we know that you have always been, hallelujah, before there was time, Father, you existed. We thank you, hallelujah, that you stepped into time, hallelujah, so that we may be able to understand you, hallelujah, so that we may be able to access you. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. What is man, hallelujah, that you are mindful of him, hallelujah. What is man, Father, hallelujah to God, that you would decide to wrap yourself up in flesh, hallelujah, and walk through 42 generations, and to be born of a virgin, hallelujah, and to be born in a manger, hallelujah, hallelujah to God, just so that you can redeem us back to yourself, Father, this morning, we come to say thank you. Because while we were dying and drowning in our blood, we thank you, Father, that you told us to live, hallelujah, when death was all around us, hallelujah, through COVID-19, you sustained us. When death was all around us, Father, you spoke a word over our lives, and you commanded the death angel to stay. We thank you this morning for life, for health, and for strength. Yes, God. We thank you for keeping us. We thank you, yes, God, for protecting us and for sustaining us. We thank you, Father, that we take it for granted when we walk out of our homes and get into our cars and go to the store. We take it for granted that we'll come back home safely. We know, Father, that it is you that is with us, that is keeping us from hurt, harm, and from danger. Hallelujah. And for this, Father, we say Thank you. Father, we thank you this morning for forgiving us of our sins. We thank you this morning for forgiving us of our trespasses. Father, we pray now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That you would forgive us this morning. Come on, Zion, and pray. We pray, God, that you would forgive us. Forgive us, Father, of our uncleanliness, from the uncleanliness of our flesh. Forgive us, Father, this morning. Forgive us this morning. Hallelujah. For things that we have said and we have done. Hallelujah. That has offended you. That has been contrary to your word. That's been contrary to your will for our lives that has been contrary to your way, Father, in the name of Jesus. We come this morning and we come asking God in the name of Jesus that you would look beyond our faults, God. And we ask, Father, that you would see our needs. Come on and pray. Father, we pray this morning that you would see the needs of your people. I pray, God, that you would see the needs of your sons and your daughters. Father, we pray this morning that while on others thou art calling, we ask God Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you would not pass us by. Father, don't pass us by this morning. We ask God in the name of Jesus, if you're passing out blessings this morning, we ask God that you do not pass us by. We pray, God, in the name of Jesus, we're praying this morning for our friends and for our families. 
Hallelujah. We pray, God, in the name of Jesus, for prayers of protection for our friends and our family members. We pray, God, in the name of Jesus, even for those who don't like us and those who are against us and those who are lying on us and those who wish us ill doing. Father, we pray for them as well. We pray for those who are rising up against us even on our jobs. We pray for those who are rising up against us even in our families. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for our enemies this morning. We pray, God, that you would bless them and that you would bless them real good. We pray, God, that you would turn their hearts to you, that their hearts would be turned to you in the matchless name of Jesus. We pray, God, in the name of Jesus for our unsaved brothers. We pray, God, for our unsaved sisters. We pray, God, for our unsaved sons and daughters, cousins, nieces, nephews, aunties and uncles, father, grandmothers and grandfathers, mothers and father, father. Just come on and pray for your family. Begin to call their names out one by one. Father, many cannot pray for themselves. Many, Father, don't know how to pray. But, Father, this morning we stand in the gap as intercessors, and we pray for those who cannot pray for themselves. Father, we're praying for our sisters who are sick with lupus. We're praying for our brothers who are sick. Father, with uh, AIDS and HIV, we're praying, God, for our families that's dealing with congestive heart failure, Father. We're praying this morning for our families, Father, Father, that is dealing with Alzheimer's. We're praying for our mothers and fathers and grandparents that are suffering from memory loss, Father. In the name of Jesus, we lift them up before you. We're praying, God, for those with cancer in their bodies. We pray, God, now in the name of Jesus, that your healing power would flow. We pray, God, now in the name of Jesus, that you would rest your hands upon their lives. We thank you for healing. Come on, Zion, and pray. We thank you for healing. We thank you for miracles. And we thank you for deliverance, Father. We lift up our pastors this morning. Come on and call out your pastor. Father, we pray now in the name of Jesus for every pastor and every leader whose congregants, whose congregants, Father, who we pray God now in the name of Jesus that those that are represented on this phone call, every church, every ministry that is represented on this phone call, we pray God in the name of Jesus that you would bless them and bless them indeed. We pray God that you would enlarge their territory. We pray God that you would keep them for me, Father. We pray, God, that you would expand their name and influence. We pray, God, that you would send them the help that they need. I pray, God, for 100% tithers in every ministry that is represented today. In the name of Jesus, Father, I'm praying, God, for Elder Archie's pastor this morning. I pray, God, that you would strengthen her body. I pray, God, that wherever there is any sickness, Father, I pray now in the name of Jesus that you would touch, heal, and deliver. I lift up my pastor this morning. I pray, God, that you would strengthen his body. I pray, God, that you would give him what he needs. I pray, God, that you would bless his family. I pray that you would send him strength. I pray, God, 
God, for reconciliation, even in his family. I pray, God, now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for divine reconciliation. The Lord says to pray for reconciliation. Come on and pray. We pray, Father, now for divine reconciliation for every broken family, Lord, that is under the sound of our voice. Father, we're praying for broken families, mothers and daughters, sons and fathers, fathers and daughters, and mothers and sons, and brothers and sisters. Father, now in the name of Jesus, I pray this morning for divine reconciliation. We lift up this nation this morning, and we pray, God, that you would have mercy on these United States of America. I pray, God, that the heart of America would be turned back to you in the name of Jesus. And now, Father, it is our prayer this morning that we would be just like you. We want to be like Christ. We want the way and the life and the character of Christ to be on the inside of us. We want, Father, when people see us, that they see our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There are things and there are areas in our lives that are prohibiting us from allowing our light to completely shine. So, Father, now in the name of Jesus, we bring every area of sin that is in our life, Father. We bring it at the altar. And we ask God in the name of Jesus that you would have mercy on us. We ask God in the name of Jesus that you would burn it up this morning. Father, every lying tongue, every envious and every jealous spirit. Father God, we ask now that you would burn it up. Come on, Zion, and pray. Come on. Father, we ask now in the name of Jesus that you would burn it up. Come on, somebody say, burn it, burn it, burn it. Burn it, burn it, burn it. I pray now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, that our hearts would be turned back to you in the name of Jesus. Father, we want you to know, Father, that we thank you that Jesus died for us. And because he died for us, we are willing to die for him every area in our lives. Oh, God, we leave it now at the altar and we speak death. We speak death to our flesh. We speak death to our evil ways. We speak death to our evil desires. Oh, God, I pray now in the name of Jesus. We pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that your glory would rest on us. Come on, Zion, and say, rest on me. Father, I pray this morning that your glory would rest on us. We pray, God, this morning that your favor would rest on us. We pray this morning that your wisdom would rest on us. Allow the character of Christ to be manifest in our lives. Father, this morning, in the name of Jesus, we make a decision that we will not resist you. But, Father, we make a decision that we will join in with you. We will not fight against your will for our lives. Come on, Zion. Your hands are too small to box with God. So, Father, we're no longer 
fighting against you. But we say yes, Lord. We say yes to your will. We say yes, Lord. We say yes to your character. We say yes, Lord, to the ministry that you've called us to. We say yes, Lord, to the business that you've called us to. We say yes, Lord, to the assignment that you have called us to. We say yes, Lord. Come on, Zion, and give the Lord a yes. Come on, Zion, and give the Lord a yes. We turn away from every evil spirit. And every hot thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, we tear it down. And now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask God your blessing upon us this morning. Father, we thank you for bringing us into the month of birthing. And so, Father, we decree and declare that shall September shall be the month of new birth. Come on and prophesy. I prophesy over every son and every daughter. I prophesy over every man and every woman under the sound of my voice that September shall be the month of new birth. This shall be the month of birthing. Father, I decree and declare that in September we shall give birth to those things that you have planted within the wombs of our spirit. Father, we decree and declare that September shall be the month that we go to full term. We decree and declare that September will be the month that we birth it out. We'll birth out the vision. We'll birth out the business. We'll birth out the book. We'll birth out the assignment. We'll birth it out. Father, we decree and declare that September shall be the month of new birth. Father, we prophesy over our lives. Father, and we speak to every dry womb. Father, we speak to every barren and every dry womb. Father, we speak to every barren womb and dry breast. And we decree and declare new life. And we speak and we decree and declare that there shall be new birth. And so, Father, we thank you this morning for giving us another chance. We thank you this morning for giving us another opportunity. We decree and declare this morning huh, that we will handle that thing huh, that is precious in your sight, huh, the gifts that you have planted on the inside of us, huh, the assignment and the ministry, huh, the talents and, huh, Father, the anointing. Huh, Father, these are precious things. Huh, and so, Father, we give you glory. Huh, we give you honor and we give you praise. Huh, we thank you for the birthing. Huh, come on, Zion, clap your hands huh, and begin to thank God all over this nation. Begin to thank God for the birthing. I decree and declare over your life that September is the month of birthing for you. I don't know who needs to hear this, but God said he's birthing in you confidence. Because the enemy has tried to strip you of your confidence. The enemy has tried to strip you of what you know God has called you to do. But I hear the Lord say to tell you this morning that he's rebirth. I need 10 people to shout rebirth. Come on, Zion. I need 50 people to prophesy over your life. Rebirth. There is a rebirthing. Come on, Zion. I know you thought it was dead, but I heard the Lord say rebirth. September shall 
out be the month of, of rebirthing for you. And so, Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. That we're getting our confidence back. We thank you, Father, that we're getting our faith back. I don't know who this is. This last experience, it stripped you of your faith. It stripped you of your belief. It stripped you of your confidence. I decree and declare that you will not be single for the rest of your life. I decree and declare that marriage is your portion. I decree and declare that success is your portion. I decree and declare that increase is your portion. You'll build it again. It didn't work the last time, but God said September is the month of rebirthing. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah. And because you stood the test of unsee, I feel the anointing of God this morning. I feel the anointing of God because you stood the test of heaven. Hallelujah. That what you thought was little God said he's going to multiply it. He's going to multiply it. He's going to multiply. Come on, clap your hands. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord for his word. The word of the Lord is sure and it must come to pass. I want every believer this morning. I want you to get a seed in your hand this morning. We're getting ready to sow. We're sowing into our new birth. Hallelujah. We're sowing because God is birthing a new thing. And I don't know who this is for this morning. I don't even know if Juanita Allen is on the prayer line this morning. This word just came to me for you, Juanita. I even hear the Lord saying, even concerning your business, that this is time for expansion. I even hear in the realm of the spirit where you have been thinking about how can you expand your business. I prophesy to you that God is going to give you a strategy that's going to allow you to expand and increase the, 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 the reputation and the brand and even the employees in, your, in the reach of your business. I don't know if Juanita Allen is on the call this morning, but I prophesy to you, daughter, that Expansion is coming to you, and I prophesy to every business owner that is under the sound of my voice that September shall be the month of rebirth for you. It shall be the month of expansion. And so, Father, I pray now for every person that has heard this word, for every person that the enemy has snatched their confidence, the enemy has tried to strip them of their faith, the enemy has tried to strip them of their I pray God now in the name of Jesus that you will restore it back to them 100 fold. This is what the Lord says. This is what we're giving this morning. We're sowing 30, 60, 90. We're sowing 30, 60, or 90. We're sowing 30, 60, or 90. God says there's five of you. There's five of you this morning. There are five of you faith walkers that's going to sow a $200 new birth seed. It's not for everybody. Listen to me. If that is not your level, if you do not have that, if you do not have the faith for it, if you don't have the grace for it, and if you do not have the finance for it, then that is not not for you. But God says there's five people this morning that's going to sow into what they 
know is true for their lives. They're sowing into their next level. They're sowing into their business. They're sowing into their ministry. There are some of you that need to sow this morning. You're sowing the 30, the 60, or 90. You need to sow for your marriage. There's about 10 of you this morning that need to sow for your marriage. You need to sow for your husband because the enemy is raising against your husband's mind. He's coming against his manhood. He's coming against his self-esteem. God said, sow for your husband. There's some of you this morning. You need to sow for your children. Your children are wayward this morning. God said, sow for them. Hallelujah. They're coming back on the count of three. I want you to get that $30 seed, that $60 seed, that $90 seed, and there's five of you that's sowing $200. On the count of three, I want you to sow. And then everybody else, Pastor Morrison, I'm in between blessings right now. Hallelujah. But I want to sow. I want to sow. I want you to get your best seed. And then I just felt this in the spirit. There are some of you that saying, I want to sow, but I got to sow it tomorrow. If you make a vow before the Lord, keep it. And you'll vow before the Lord, I can't sow it today, Pastor Morrison, but I'll sow it tomorrow. On the count of three, I want you to get that $30, that 60 that 90 that $200 birthing seed, that new birthing seed. And on the count of three, we're putting it in the ground. And we're not going to pick it back up, but we're going to water it with praise. Hallelujah. We're going to water it with faith. Come on, on the count of three, you know where to sow. Go right now to cash out with Jesus speaks life. Go to sewingworks.com. One, two, three. Come on. Begin to sew right now. Those of you that's sewing by Cash App, I mean, that's sewing by PayPal, you know where to go. You want to go ahead and go to sewingworks.com. The email address is contact at azizamorrison.com. Those of you that sew by Venmo, you know where to go. It's at Aziza Speaks. And I believe, hallelujah, as this month we are focused on the character of Christ. I believe this morning, Hallelujah, hallelujah. Great things are coming. I hear the Lord say great things are coming. I hear the Lord say great things are coming. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on. Thank you. Hallelujah, 30, 60, 90, or 200. Hallelujah, so many of you have been sowing already. God bless you, Samara. She sold her $90 rebirth seed. God bless you, Vanessa. She sold her rebirthing seed. God bless you, Caressa. She sold her rebirthing. Yes, that's right. Roz and I come into agreement with you concerning your marriage and concerning your husband. Dr. Hawkins, I come into agreement with you. You, concerning your business, Dr. Hawkins. This shall be the month of new birthing. In the name of Jesus, Dr. Pamela Banks, I come into agreement with you that this is your month of new birth. Come on, Juanita, I see it. Juanita Allen is on the call. Hallelujah. She sold her $200 new birthing seed for her business. Father, we thank you this morning. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. There's many of you that's sowing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the month. Somebody say, somebody say January. I'm some, hallelujah. September is my month. September is my month of new birthing. Robin Cunningham sold her $200 new birthing seed. Hallelujah. Antoinette Hiding sent her $230 rebirthing seed. Hallelujah. D.A. Van. Yes, God. Dr. Event sold her $30 rebirthing seed. Come on, Sybil. Sybil sold her $30 rebirthing seed. Ayala. Hallelujah. Tasha Moore. Hallelujah. He's going to do it for you, Tasha. Hallelujah. Mother Phillips sold her rebirthing seed. Hallelujah to God. Twilight sold her $100 new birthing seed. God is doing it for us. Come on, Zion, and say he's doing it for me. He's doing it for my children. Hallelujah. Whatever God is doing for me, he's doing for everybody connected to me. And so, Father, we give you praise this morning. We thank you for the character of Christ. We thank you for the love of God that is dwelling deep on the inside of us. We pray this morning in the name of Jesus. As we go throughout the remainder of the day, we pray, Father, that you would be with us, that your hand and your mercy would lead us and guide us in the name of Jesus. Let no hurt harm a danger come before us. Remember our family. Remember our children. I see your extra seed, Dr. Hawkins, to make it the 90. I see your LaDonna, your rebirthing seed. Father, I pray now in the name of Jesus that you will protect our babies. Give them strength and protect them. Father, we pray this morning that the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart, we pray, God, that they will forever be acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord. You you are our strength and you are our redeemer. Let every heart that believeth say in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I love you all with the love of the Lord. I'm praying for you. I pray that you're praying for me. I think I may have overdid it this morning because this pain is pulling me. Hallelujah. But I know God is a healer. God is a healer. Hallelujah. So I'm praying for you. Keep me in your prayers. We'll be back tonight. Listen, start on the phone line because I don't know if I'm going to be able to do the Facebook Live tonight. I don't know. That, that is our plan. That is our uh, hope and that is our attention. But tonight, uh, start on the phone line uh, at 9 p.m. and I'll let you know if we'll be able to do the um, – if we'll be able to do the uh, – the Facebook Live, all right? I love you all with the love of the Lord. Remember that the Bible is right. When Zion travails, she shall bring forth. God bless you. Walk with Jesus today. Shalom. Bye-bye.